This is a Handshake Agency podcast. Welcome to That Sucks. Presented by Handshake Agency. My name is Troy. I'm Dan. And welcome to the 50th. The big 5-0. Uh, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to get an air horn app. I'm going to download it. I'm going to find an air horn app and I'm going to just go right, well, While it. you're doing that, we made it to f- the big 5-0 despite my best efforts to sabotage us. I've been also doing the same. Have you also been trying to sabotage? Yeah, well, unintentionally because I miscounted the numbers. That's right. But let me add, we are at 50. Um, I also want to say that, yes, it may appear in your podcast app that this is episode 49, but our pilot is no longer live. Okay, so that's why. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. So, uh, and that we'll we'll talk about that failed pilot. Maybe we can call it failed pilot. <laughs> Why did you get that? For this exact reason. <laughs> For the intro. Wait. How do I get? <laughs> You're supposed to get your podcast is supposed to get better over time, not worse. <laughs> is, I don't like this one. I'm going to get a different one. Airhorn Multi. Okay, let's try this one. <laughs> what so- for? Wait, wait. Why do you want that? So I can go brr, 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 live on the podcast. Oh, like what? I think two minutes ago when we started. Just I'll just drop it in. All um, right. So uh, yeah. So this is episode fifty. Episode fifty. Oh, may I add also? Uh, I've had listeners reaching out um, following our jackass episode. Oh really? Last four. <laughs> Stop it. Let me talk. <laughs> Stop That's it. What I want. <laughs> Stop it. Um, saying that your impression of me was uh, magnificent. That was so pretty good, hey. Take from that what you will. I've actually had multiple people Have you actually? reach out and say that. That's not, I should start doing voiceovers. <laughs> what, what? Why? I'm going to do this all... Sorry, everybody. <laughs> right, stop it. No more. Okay, no more. Okay, no okay. more. That's it. That's um, so the big five, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm uh, happy we got here. Did you it's think taken, we'd make it? I don't know. Um, I don't really know what was going to happen with the pod when we started it, but I, I guess like if we'd gone weekly, then we probably would have hit this already, but we've been pretty much every two weeks since the start, maybe sometimes even less than that. Yeah. Two weeks. We've only missed the odd episode here and there. We've been doing it since May, 2019. Really? Was that the first time an episode went up? Yes. The, oh, okay. uh, the pilot we don't speak of. Oh, right. Okay. Which we'll speak of soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. May 2019. And actually, should we talk about that pilot quickly? Our very yeah, first episode, like what happened and who, who was on it and why it's no longer around. Yeah. I mean, look, it was it was a really cool conversation. Oh, like, like we won't say who it is, but let's just say that a friend of mine came on and we had a really good conversation. LA, with him. We, we, we prepped him on the premise of the podcast. We went out for coffee beforehand. And he was telling us all these amazing stories that like fit the pod. And then when we hit record, it was like, he, like just none of that. Yeah, it didn't quite fit. But also, I think at the time, you know, the format that we have now is a little different. Yeah. Um, the whole first few episodes were kind of like that. Um, and particularly in that first episode when we were like, just tell us a bunch of things that suck. That's kind of yeah, what we did. Yeah, and the guest was like, uh, that's... I think you should probably give me more direction here, guys, yeah. but okay. But it was fun. Like, I mean, we, we talked for two hours and I think we had to chop that down to like 30 minutes as well. So that What was... were you thinking towards the like hour and a half mark of that conversation? I wasn't looking at the time. So I was like, this feels like it's going on for a pretty long time, but you yeah. know. Let's say this. It wasn't a bad interview. It just didn't fit the show's premise. Yeah. And in in fairness too, the, the, the show's premise was pretty weak it's at pretty the time. Loose. Yeah. We didn't so, really know what it was. Actually, the, the show's premise is pretty weak now because we don't really do. What is it? Uh, exactly. That sucks. What sucks? 
Everything sucks. Uh, I guess it. I guess no. We, well, the tagline for the show is "When the things you love let you down." It changed. I, I forget when we changed it, but it's now the best of the worst. Is it? Yeah. When did that? When did that change? change? Somewhere probably. Did you even tell me that, or did that just happen? And I make executive decisions without you. Yeah. From time to time. I think. Have we told people how we named the podcast as well? Yeah, go on. We can cut it out if it's deemed inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, because we were. Um, we came up with the premise, and originally we were going to call it uh, "This Sucks." Remember? Yes. Oh, let's just see if there's already a podcast called "This Sucks," and it turns out unfortunately there is mm. a podcast called well this sucks so it's about and well it's about women with breast cancer yeah so we didn't think it was appropriate to just use that yeah i mean we probably could have got away with it because you know theirs is well this sucks and ours is just this sucks but potato potato we don't want to get into the whole band name situation again like we you know we'd had a whole episode on band names people stealing other people's band names exactly but anyway we digress. Yeah. So do you um, guess how many hours we have of podcast? Uh, okay, Cur- hang on. Currently live, not including the failed pilot. Okay, I'm going to say 28 hours. Are you kidding me? How the hell? 28 hours, five minutes. Is it really? Yes. Fuck yeah. How did you, you like that? <laughs> Perfect time. Whoa. And you, actually, if, if you want, we can go back to a previous episode, chop five minutes off <laughs> yeah. it, and then you're exactly right. <laughs> Just have a bang on. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. It's actually not that difficult because our episodes are roughly like bet- like roughly 30 minutes long, give or take a bit. So I kind of just estimated from there. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. So yeah. well, today we're going to be talking about how the podcast has evolved, our favorite and least favorite episodes, yeah, and then looking back at some specifics within s- certain episodes. Yeah. Because originally when we pitched the 50th episode, which we both had a laugh at, was um, we wanted to do an episode about clip shots. Yeah, actually, can we talk about clip shows for like yeah. five minutes? Yeah, of course. Dan and I obviously love TV and movies and whatnot, and specifically TV shows. And a lot of times when and people movie don't, shows. and movie shows, a lot of times when programs don't have enough material or budget uh, or time to put something together, they just do a clip show because it means they don't have to do any extra research. So we thought that would be a pretty fun topic to cover, firstly, on the podcast. But then also do it ourselves. So in saying that, I'm not going to go back and chop a bunch of shit from previous yeah. episodes, but we'll at least talk Listen about it. Listen to 28 hours of episodes and yeah. pick the best. Yeah. Because it's all great. You can't pick highlights out of all that. How do you kill your children? No, you so can't. I think we don't really see clip shows these days. No, I suppose I suppose not. And but I was doing a bit of research and I think it's because A, a lot of shows don't rack up enough episodes. Hmm where they justify one or more clip shows. And also a few places pointed out that everything's so accessible now. Like you can go and find a scene or a, Mm. um, you know, a clip from a show like within seconds. Whereas back in the day, in the nineties before internet and Mm. things like that, or, you know, before you could access this stuff via YouTube, shows kind of had some value. Yeah. See, I I figured it would be because they're just like, okay, well, we've got a budget to do um, 22 episodes of this season. Yeah. And so we go make 22 episodes of a show and that's it. Whereas I could be wrong on this, but my thought is that when it comes to a lot of streaming services, which is what most of the TV I watch, I watch these days is coming from like direct to streaming. They, they kind of put together, or they seem to go into a whole season of a show with a premise you know, that might be 10 episodes that they put together of the show and it's written around that. Yeah. Gotcha. So, it's not like if you, I don't know when they start shooting a, a, a season of a TV show, but like, let's say they started shooting in May and they're like, well, by, you know, November, we need to have 22. All the, yeah. We need to have written out the whole like arc of the year or whatever it is. I, I think it's just a different way of producing content. So yeah, yeah, it's changed. And also I think that because you're right, it's a way to, to save money or bank money to, to get, to spend on other episodes. 
Mm-hmm. And so we still see that. I'm not necessarily sure in terms of streaming services. Although, no, there is there is an example of that. And I'll bring up in a second. But a perfect example of a show trying to save money without without it being a clip show is... Have you seen Breaking Bad? No. Uh, well, have, I always forget, <laughs> have you? No, I haven't. Oh, well, there, I've seen the first season, oh, well, but there's, there's this episode... is like shocking to everybody. But yeah, I just don't care to watch that show because I the first season was really cool and I watched it as it was airing, I think. And then, or maybe... and, then it, and then it became cool and you were like, I don't want this anymore. No, well, it was like real serious and depressing <laughs> and I just didn't want to watch it. So I, I haven't. And so I just read... I remember like when the last episode of that came out and... Um, I was like, I'm just going to read about this on Wikipedia. Read the end? Yeah. Well, there's an episode where um, Brian Cranston is in uh, their super lab where they Mm -hmm. cook all their meth and stuff. And the whole episode is him trying to catch a fly in the the lab. Oh, okay. And that was to save money because obviously you have one actor in one location Mm. and it's super easy. There's a a Mythic Quest, which is um, Rob McElenty. Oh, I know the guy talking about, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I can't even say his last name, but... Always Sunny? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mythic Quest is on Apple Plus, mm-hmm. and there was a episode in season two where the cast are just in one room yeah. for pretty much the whole episode. Again, it's, that's a cheap way to save money. And there's a few. I've, I'm sure I've seen a lot of TV like that over the course of my life. You know, where it's just a um, what do they call it? It's like an in a box episode or something. I've heard the, yeah, the Scrubs people talk to, about that. Just on the to Scrubs save spot. money, yeah. But they um, when you think of clip shows, what what's the first thing that sort of comes to your mind? The Simpsons. Yes. Of course. Bang. Because they did a few clip shows back in the 90s. Yeah. Well, their first one was season four, episode 18, and it was called, so it's come to this, a Simpsons clip show. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the premise of that episode? Doesn't Bart shake up a the can beer. of beer and then Homer opens it and goes to hospital and yeah, he spends the whole episode in a coma. Put into a coma. Yeah. yeah. And that's has like, yes, it's a clip show, but that has some of the most iconic, like April, f- mm. the explosion, like some of the most iconic lines from- the Simpsons are yep. in that episode. And that was apparently written because the crew were working just like unrelenting hours and wanted a break. Right. So that was produced to give them a break. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one, season six, episode two, another Simpsons clip show. And mm-hmm. so they're always pointing fun at the fact that it's a clip show. What was well, the second one about? Yeah, that one I wasn't too sure. I had to look it up on um, Simpsons Wiki. So Marge is reading like a romance novel and she wakes up Homer to ask if he thinks that the romance has gone from their relationship. And mm-hmm. he goes, eh, and throws the book into the fire. Oh, I remember that. And then yeah, she yeah. goes to bed and the next morning- I do she, remember this, yeah. Yeah, Go she on. has like a family kind of um, meeting and they all reminisce on romance <laughs> and failed romances. And yep. I think at the end, um, Homer saves it by kind of, what does he say? Oh, I yeah. settled for you or something. What does he say? No, Homer saves the day when he when um he brings up how he he and Marge got together. Oh, okay, right. Isn't there? Is that the one where? Oh, he's is he living out in the treehouse in that episode? And then Mo comes to try and like. I'm not sure. Is that that epi- <laughs> Mo, is that comes that episode? A, Mo comes for a date. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Okay, I'm getting mixed That's up. That's that meme of Mo looking at Homer on the couch, looking up, looking. Yeah. No, wait. Is it Homer's? Looking down at Mo on the couch in a suit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, That's it. The last Simpson clip show that I'm uh, I'm aware of is the Simpsons. Yeah. Seventh episode spectacular? 138th. 138th, yes. Sorry. Yes, yes. Um, and that one, I don't even remember it being a clip show. I think because- I do. 
They played a lot of um, deleted scenes, alternate endings to episodes. Hardcore nudity! Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, yeah, there was a bunch of deleted scenes and that was set in like a breaking the fourth wall type thing where Troy yeah. McClure was like talking about the Simpsons like they're actors mm. and sitting on the Simpsons set. Yeah, they were pretty clever about that one. I liked that episode. I, I still I still think about uh, Troy McClure in that episode quite a lot. And he goes... Homer gets stupider every season. And he goes, that's not a question. <laughs> and, and doesn't he do photos of the creators like Sam Simon and yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> graining and that's right. Yeah, that's that's funny. There's some good bits in that episode. Yeah, so that that's all I've got on clip shows for you. You know, there's there's a few other shows that I I think of with clip shows. I think Scrubs did a few. The moment you realize it's a clip show, you go ah. Yeah, there's not much point to watching it. I found that with. I think it was a, one of the Simpsons clip shows when I was kind of watching. It was like, Ooh, I, I think the 20 min- minutes of television that I'm going to watch t- uh, right now, I don't want that spent on... Rehashing just, old stuff, like recaps, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is weird because, I mean, I've already seen every episode of that show so many times. But it's, because, first but few seasons, it's because you've so. seen... But exactly, you've seen those clip shows so many times. Mm. So not only have you seen those scenes in their actual episodes, you've seen them again in the clip shows over yep. and over again. I can imagine, I, I don't have to check this out, but a show like Riverdale, I could see them doing a clip show. And it'd be set in some kind of like, they're all going to the ball and someone's gone missing. And Yeah, I feel like if that hasn't happened already, then that will like, that will come up. We should do an episode of this show about musical episodes of TV series. All right. Oh, actually, you know, we already talked about that because there was that ad, that um, iHeartRadio ad, where they uh, they talk about the musical episode of Buffy, or of Grey's Anatomy. Correct. Yeah, remember- So we- we'll just steal their content. Yeah, because there's one about, oh, Jesus Christ, the musical episode of Riverdale, I had to like turn that off. It was ter- uh, terrible. Really? Yeah. But anyway, in the theme of all this, let's now play approximately 20 hours of um, clip shows from That Sucks. Yeah, what you want to do is you want to go to the start of That Sucks, the how, how the How I Met Your Mother- Finale failed. Yep. Hit play on that, and we'll see you in 28 hours, five minutes. Exactly. And let's we'll take an, a quick ad break before that. Oh, good call. Yeah. You know what sucks? What? The NRL. That's a hot take. That's not the only take. And you know what doesn't suck? Tell me. The take with Willie Mason on the Handshake Agency Network. That's right. Ex-NRL and Australian international player Willie Mason discusses all things rugby league. You don't have to be a fan of the sport to get sucked into the podcast. But don't just take our word for it. Head over to thepodcasts.com.au now and listen for yourself. And we're back. Welcome back to the Big Five O. The Big Five O. Uh, should we go through our best and worst episodes? Yeah, let's um, let's do it. I've we'll start with the worst, and then we'll end on a positive note. Okay. Well, it's funny like to really shit on things your, that you've your own done. Podcast. Yeah, there's a few episodes of this show that I think particularly early on when we're trying to work out what we were trying to do and how we were trying to produce it and what we're going to talk about that. I think those within the first like sort of 10 episodes, there'd be a couple of stinkers. I think in hindsight, like uh, that we did a Rick and Morty episode, like maybe episode four <laughs> that I, I thought was not. Yeah. That's on really. my, that's, that's episode nine. That's on my, uh, so let, we'll pick three each three. Yep. Oh, let's just, we can just pick three or we'll pick three total. Cause I don't want to shit on everything we've done. Oh, come on. All right. Well, you can pick as many as you like then. But right, I want to well, put, the, I want to put one of those. Yeah. Rick and Morty. It just felt clunky. It didn't feel like. Yeah. We, it was pretty short. We too. didn't cover it enough. We Do you remember when we recorded that too? We did that episode and the, um, end of year episode. This was 2019. It was like December, 2019. Back to back. Yeah. And so we did that one and then that was like 20 minutes. And then we did the, um, year in review sort of episode. 
Gotcha. So uh, or decade in review, I think. We wanted out of that decade, and Rick and Morty was the uh, unfortunate victim yeah. of that. And I find, I don't know if you find this too, but so, you know, we're back recording in person after uh, the last episode being um, in our own dwellings. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a few episodes we did early on where I was really not that awake for it. And I'm like... What do you mean? <laughs> well, I just hadn't had a coffee and oh, I was a bit okay. kind of yeah, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I felt like, I feel like when we recorded that one, it was a bit... I don't know, not really feeling the vibe. Do you know what else is interesting? So I've just recently spent a shitload of money putting um, smart lights through this whole recording studio. And Dan, we've, we've already talked about this. Fancy pants. Do you, know how, do you notice how much brighter it is in here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is much better lighting for podcasting. Because I think, I don't think this was a bad episode, but when we had Beck Charwell on early 2020, I think the lighting was a bit too dim and dark and dingy. Like it's cool for a recording studio, but not a podcasting studio. Yeah. As I was with Alex Nell, like I, I, I remember doing that podcast and feeling like it was like the conversation was really cool, but just feeling like, like it being yeah, such you, a, a you, dank, dark You need studio. like a bright, like a lot of the podcasts I watch, they're very bright. Yeah. And I think that we've, we've, we've definitely honed it on something that the audience won't be able to ever see, but hey, it it's the about podcast. a feeling, you know, it it's, helps the podcast. I think we've sort of sussed it now. But I don't know, what are some other episodes that you didn't really dig? So early on, uh, episode number four, when the music genres you love let you down. You didn't like that episode. It, to me, it just felt like it had a very... Okay, for you and I, it was a great chat, but yep. it just felt like it had a very narrow audience of people that hate Guns and Roses and Blink-182. Well, yeah. But it was actually more directed at people that like Blink-182 and Guns and Roses. You there know you what I'm go. saying? Yeah. Not people that hate them, but people that love them. Well, bang. I thought uh, that was good. Do uh, you know what's funny? Is I think that was one of... One of the better early episodes that we had. Really? Yes. Well, there you go. Um, I, I think that was one of the... Yeah. And what what else? So Rick and Morty was also in the, on my list of my worst three. And then the uh, episode number 24, Fatherhood Expectations versus Reality. You didn't like that one? I don't think it was necessarily a bad episode. It was just like... It's like a really personal thing. Yep. <clears throat> I don't think I really articulated myself properly or... That's because you're I, not very good at talking. I make no word for bad ever, but... <laughs> Um, I didn't, yeah, I don't feel like I was very articulate and didn't sort of say what I wanted to. Mm. So I wouldn't mind having another go at that. Yeah. I I didn't really feel like I covered off what I wanted to. Yeah, that's fair enough. Were there there any other specifics that you feel didn't quite hit the mark? I think the, I remember there was like a Spider-Man episode we did pretty early on that I thought was a bit, a bit lame. But yeah, look, they're not all, they're not all legends. I guess like, while most are... Yeah, were there any others that you didn't like so much? No, it was just those three. The um, when the music genres you love let you down. Um, we should do another one of those because I, I have more ammunition on that. We'll do it. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do a, a redo and we'll yeah. make it better. A and redux. The, yes, Rick and Morty and the Fatherhood. Yep. Let's go on to ones we did enjoy because there's a lot more of those around. Most recently, the Nickelback episode was pretty good. That's on my list. Yeah, yeah the Nickelback. That, that probably got the best feedback out of any. Yeah. Well, the Nickelback almost falls into the music genre one, you know, like that's in a similar kind of discussing bands that people love or hate and why. Yeah, it was kind of similar, but it was a more positive episode rather than just like shitting on something. We were like, oh, people shit on this, but maybe you're, you suck. Your attitude sucks. Yeah, maybe just grow up. Yeah. So I did like that. I also, an early one, probably one of my favorite ones was episode six. Which one was that? A film score is becoming irrelevant. Do you know what? I think that that is also a very, very good episode. Right. With, Early um, on number six. Yeah. You? With uh, a good friend of mine, Anthony Cormack, and came on to talk about that. But I think that was one of the episodes that really set a good 
tone. Uh, set a good tone. He was really good to talk to. I felt like I talked well in that episode too. There's a lot of episodes we do when I just kind of mumble and, and ramble, well, particularly there's... when we had guests on. But that one I think was pretty good. Yeah, same with um, Never Ever Meet Your Heroes. That was the one with Joey Cape. That's right. Yeah, that, that was, was early cool too. Because I love Joey Cape and he came on and was like, this is a really cool premise for a podcast. He was really nice. I remember we um, we did that episode with him. We recorded it like pretty early in the morning. Probably like 7 a.m. or 7 a.m., yeah. And um, I remember it was funny because he came on. We had everything set up and we were ready to go. Didn't you call the wrong Skype number? Like, um, Okay, so no. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about how I messed that up. It must have been like a Wednesday morning. I got here for a 7.30 a.m. interview with Joey Cape and we set everything up. I don't know who I messaged. I said, hey, uh, hey, hey Joey, we're waiting. Uh, let me know when you're ready. And then nothing. And then I called the publicist like 20 minutes later. She was like, no, it's tomorrow. And I was like, What? <laughs> I checked the email and she said like Wednesday or Thursday and then we'd confirmed it for Thursday, like in another email yeah, thread. So that's fine. Dan just wasting my um, time as usual. And then we spoke to Joey the next morning. He was lovely, but I still don't know who I messaged. Yeah, some rando. why I messaged them. Did How they I... ever call you back? Never. Rude. But do you know what I think was really funny with that is um, I remember we were on the Skype call and we couldn't see him or anything. We we're just like talking through the through the phone. But there was one one moment when he was like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. And I remember like you and I just looked at each other like, oh, wow, he's actually taking this seriously. Yeah, yeah, he was doing research. <laughs> he was thinking about what he wanted, what his topic wanted to yeah. be. And that was the never, ever meet your heroes. Yeah, which um, was really, topic. really nice of him. So shout out to him for being a legend. And the third one, uh, which again, it's a, it's another one with a guest. Mm-hmm. Your favorite medical shows are terrifyingly, insanely inaccurate. Oh, with... With friend and relative of mine, Tara Nababan. Yeah, that, that was, was another Dr. great Dr. Tara Nababan. That was cool. Um, it was really good to get my sister on. She talked really well. She was pretty funny. She it's kept calling you Danny too. Did she? Yeah, she was calling you Danny the whole time. Oh, maybe I just blacked out. I, yeah. w- I went into a mad fit of rage and blacked out. Yeah, that was kind because of, that was um, a little bit, that must have been about a year ago now. So Well, that one was episode number 23. 23, yeah. So all of mine, my favorite ones are episode number six, film scores, mm-hmm. episode number 13, Joey Cape. Episode twenty three medical shows that early on, and then of course Nickelback. But and you know, for anyone out there, you can go and listen to these at any point that you like. It's absolutely fine. It's Head absolutely over up to, to the you. podcasts.com.au. Although if you're listening to this, and you know how to access the pod, well, hopefully, hopefully you've already listened to these. But hey, look, go and listen We're to them again. Spoiling our earlier episodes. I think I'll give a shout out to friend of the show Nick Delena. I I really did enjoy the um, episode about him and his thyroid cancer. He spoke very, very well. He did actually. He was very articulate. And um, yeah, I think it was it was a cool, pretty kind of interesting episode. Like I know Nick pretty well, and I gig with him still every week, a couple of times a week. But interesting for him to t- uh, tell his story, and uh, and he's still out there gigging. I had him in the studio yesterday. Oh, and a big shout out! He did give us another um, episode idea that we cashed in on a few weeks. He a few did. Months ago. He did. He's going to have to return at some point and uh, do an episode just so I can um, never hear the end of it. Well, the, we, uh, was, it was the band, band names stealing one. Yeah, that's right. Bands taking other bands' names and all that. We did a couple of episodes with my friends Chris and Ashley as well. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. I think those were, were pretty interesting. It was nice to have them in the studio as well. Um, that's true. All the way from... All the way from Las Vegas, yeah. Nevada. I think the show is... There's two very different types of episodes. When, when there's guests... Mm. that's interesting. And then when it's you and I, it's also great, but yeah. different. I think at the, at the start, when we start, well, when we first started doing the show, we were pretty keen to have a guest every week. Yeah. yeah which is, that's not really sustainable. Given yeah. I think it and- could have been, but I think it's better when we just riff because yeah. 
I don't know. Do you feel like when there's someone else in the room, we kind of have to, we just have to talk a bit differently. I can't bust on you. You can't bust on me. We, I think now that we've sort of sussed it out, like I don't want to just to like pat each other on the back the whole time. Go on. You brought me but a cookie. I sure just did. Good. And a coffee. Hope you like that cookie. I mean, that coffee. I think we've got a, uh, a few good episodes out there. Well, then pretty well. Count 50. Oh, 49. <laughs> Technically 50. Um, well, do you want to? I want to kind of go into dive into a couple episodes a little deeper, mm-hmm. touch on some stuff we didn't at the time or things that have changed since. Yep. Um, let's go back to um, episode number two, Ooh. which is why the How I Met Your Mother finale failed. I remember. Yeah, I guess we didn't really discuss this at the time, but there was going to be like so following the the finale of How I Met Your Mother, CBS were discussing a spinoff called How I Met Your Dad. Oh yeah, and they they actually so they filmed a pilot with it starring um, Greta Gerwig. Don't know oh really? Know she, yeah, as yeah um, yeah she's um, Ladybird. Oh, as director of Ladybird. Go as on. Sally, a recent divorcee on the hunt for new love. Mm. So did you know anything about that? No, but I mean it's all there in the name. It's like is there a show now called He's All That? Probably. It's just like just gender swap the name of a show and then here let me make I'll send else. you a the, so a trailer um, came out for that How I Met Your Dad failed. Um, mm-hmm. Pilot, I'll send it to you. Go watch it. I like this because in, in the How I Met Your Mother episode, you watched the alternate ending of How I Met Your Mother and you gave me your opinion on that. So we'll do this now with the How I Met Your Dad trailer. <laughs> what do you What do you think of that? I mean, trash it is just, the first word that comes to mind. It just looks like a fan-made yeah. thing, right? With actors that I recognize, which well, is kind of funny. Well, it's got um, Andrew um, Centino from Dave, Drew Tarver, who was recently in the other two, Tia Sakar from The Good Place, and um, Anders Holm from Workaholics. Oh, and uh, Meg Ryan's the narrator. Oh, really? Was going to oh. be the narrator. Wait, was that her in that? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't even recognize her. That's pretty, that's actually really funny. Yeah, so they filmed a pilot in 2014 and then it just kind of fell apart. Um, it's really unnecessary. It was. I think it was too close to yeah. the finale of How I Met Your Mother as well. You could see that happening now. It's like that, you know, iCarly has a reboot. Yeah, but they uh, couldn't really reboot it a year after it finished. No, but it's like... As you say, with time and space apart, you can sort of see when that might work. Yeah. Well, they, cause, because, so the deal fell apart um, because apparently CBS had um, creative differences with the creators of the show. Right. And they were like, well, CBS were like, we're going to keep hounding them until we get a similar show because we, we love the idea. And then have you been across all of the recent stuff? No, not really. So there's a show in motion called How I Met Your Father starring Hilary Duff. Uh, wait, so- Different to what we just saw. So it's yeah, different. So this same is same like, creators. This, same creators. This is like news happening now. Like it's, oh it's, wow, like it's l- just breaking, breaking news. It's well, like not breaking, but you know. So it's, it's you not- heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> you heard it here, here. and that sucks. You heard it here eighteenth. But it um, so it's not a spin-off. It's a sequel, and it's going to Hulu. Okay. So it's got um, I'll read out the blurb according to Variety. So it says in the new future, Sophie, who's played by Hilary Duff, is telling her son the story of how she met his father, a story that catapults us back to the year 2021, where Sophie and her close-knit group of friends are in the midst of figuring out who they are, what they (laughs) want out of life, and how to fall in love, blah, 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 blah. So So I've been indoors for the last 18 months, and I'm finally like stepping outside my house. I'm just ready to meet someone new. Exactly. So I don't know if... Yeah. Interesting Hilary Duff. Is there anyone else... In the casting so far? No one that I've... St- there might be, but no one that I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Hillary Duff, I'm okay with it being Hillary Duff. We're the same age, her and I. Are you? Yeah. Are you you could both- be the father. I could, could 
could be me. Could be it me. Could be you. I uh, d- don't mind a bit of Hillary Duff. I used to watch uh, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, did you? Yeah, a little bit of Lizzie McGuire. You were the same age, so makes sense. Exactly. So good on her. She hasn't done that much for the last couple of years. I think she was in a, like an, uh, in Gossip Girl maybe for a little bit, but yeah, yeah. that's cool. I'm probably not going to watch it because like, you know, I don't remember if I talked about this on the sh- on the last How I Met Your Mother episode, but- 49 episodes ago, 48 yeah, episodes ago. Yeah. It's one of those shows that I've had no desire to go back and rewatch after all this time. It hasn't aged very well. Yeah. And it's not, I guess it is kind of old now, isn't it? It I, feels, when you go back to the early seasons- I'll tell you what makes it feel old, the haircuts. Oh, yeah. Barney <laughs> like a, Stinson is probably not the sort of character that you really want to watch in 2021. No. I don't think I mentioned this when we initially recorded, but I think I've told you before that, that I That character a, was based on you? Uh, no, um, I have a suit that um, Neil Patrick Harris wore <laughs> as Barney Stinson in the show while filming. That's pretty cool. Have you looked at it and held it in your hands? I've held it in my hands. I haven't put it on because it would be like, I'd look at the Hulk trying to- How tall is he? He's not very. If, if this suits anything to go by, he's not very tall. Yeah, he doesn't look like a very tall guy. All right, let's let, let's continue. I want to quickly touch on um, episode three, which was feeling tired. That might be superhero movie fatigue. You know what? That yeah, that's the uh, the Spider Man one. I thought that was a bit of a lame episode. But go oh, on. gotcha. Yeah. Well, I was going to say uh, back then we were dealing with we just end, ended. Was it the phase three of the MCU? Yep, Endgame was out. Yeah. <laughs> we're all just recovering. We had a lot of stuff coming up, and this was before COVID locked everything down and changed release schedules and how we consume media. But how do you feel now about superhero movies? And are you fatigued or overwhelmed? Or what's your vibe now? Well, okay. It's funny you say that because I I think I'm, I was pretty high on... I still am pretty high on Endgame. I really liked that movie, and I like the MCU. But with that being said, I have watched like one episode of Winter Soldier. Haven't watched any of Loki at the moment. I think that's all out now. Yeah. So part of it is just, I'm, I don't know if I'm over it because I like the characters a lot and I like the idea of it a lot. I'm not excited about it anymore. Yeah. It's just all those, all those shows are things that I, I feel like I'll get to when I've got just extended time to do nothing. And at the moment I feel like my viewing time is precious to a certain degree, mm. which sounds really dumb. Really dumb considering how much time I've talked about watching Grey's Anatomy, but it's like, I think there's certain shows that I like where my head is at the moment when I'm able to watch TV, which is usually after my son's gone to bed and before I go to bed, there's like a couple of hours. There's like a there. good 20 minutes. Yeah. But it's like, if I've been working all day and if I'm tired, then I want to have background noise on. Yeah. And I want to be able to like be on my phone. And catch up on emails. And, exactly. Yeah. So anything superhero related, like the, well, at least the TV shows, I feel like I... I I owe them the tiniest amount of um, consciousness. Yeah. So maybe that's why I wanted to to delve into that. So WandaVision was cool, but I still jumped on that a few weeks after it came out. So mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. But there's uh, that's, I guess, not completely limited to that because um, I think a new episode of Dave came out this week and I haven't watched that yet. And Rick and Morty, I haven't watched that yet. So there's maybe just, I'm just getting older. There's, I think we're at, we're at a point now where things were held because of COVID mm. and now it's all coming at once. Yep. But I think that the way we now consume media, like Black Widow being available to watch at home mm. and a lot of these Marvel things coming to director streaming, like the series, yep. I think it's made it less overwhelming. Like you don't feel that financial and time commitment to go to a movie where you can, you can watch half of, half of Black Widow and come back to it and you can, you know? Yeah. I mean? And you know what? I mean, oh, I... Uh... The only movie I've seen since COVID was Mortal Kombat, which I saw with you. It was 
brilliant. <laughs> but I, there's been no part of me that's even wanted to go to the movies since oh, for like over a year now, year and a half. You, is it because you're used to now watching things at home? Yeah, pretty much. I don't even think of that as being something to do. It's weird. Yeah, it's um. That's just. I, I guess like going out to see any entertainment is just not something I really think about. So yeah, yeah, works Damn. for me. Damn. Damn. Well, there we go. All right. Well, let's go on to another one. Mm-hmm. Stop me if uh, you feel like I'm missing things or... I'm feeling fatigued already, but go on. Are you by the episode? Yeah. We've got That Sucks episode fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to go into episode 19, which was titled, Here's Another Perspective, Tiger King Sucks. I remember that episode. Yeah. That was a you episode, wasn't it? Because yeah. didn't I do a Netflix Sucks episode right before that? Yes, no, right after it, right because after it, I yeah. came, which we'll, so we'll talk about that after, right after this. So episode 19, we put that out um, around the hype of Tiger King and I was like, you know what? I don't really like Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on it now? Because you, you, you were a fan, right? Oh yeah, I really liked it. But you know what? I think it was just the world's hype at the time that was, um, you know, right at the beginning of COVID, everyone was inside, everyone was watching the same stuff. Yeah. So... I haven't really thought about it much since then. Um, I've seen other shows and documentaries and whatnot about uh, Joe Exotic come up. And hmm. there was a famous, um, it was like right around the election time, I believe. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Do you have that written down? <laughs> no, 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 but go on. Yeah. So he was like convinced he was going to get out. It was the last day Trump had any, uh, That's right, yeah. any power, right? That's right. Um, <laughs> at the end of Trump's term. So this is the start of January. Um, he had the ability to like executive orders to, you know, pardon people and whatnot. <laughs> so uh, Joe Exotic was campaigning for months and like a lot of money and time went into uh, like lobbying for his release. He had people on the outside working towards yeah. that. And so on the last day of Trump's presidency, he had a limo waiting outside the prison because he was expecting to just strut straight out of well, prison. Well, his lawyers told him, yeah, you got a very good chance. Yeah. You're going to be free. He was going to walk through the doors, get into that limo, and then it would be all gravy after that. But unfortunately for Joe Exotic, he's still rotting in a prison somewhere. Which those photos, aerial shots of the, I don't know, it's like an aerial shot of yeah. the, yeah, 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 of the limo waiting there is just like, it's just sad. Like, I I'm, mean, that's like pretty fucking confident. Like if it, I'll be honest, like if he did get released, and I don't think he should be, but if he did, I would have I would have saluted for that one. That's a pretty fucking mad way to go out. <laughs> well, there's I wanna I'll show you something uh, now. As I mentioned before with the How Met Your Mother episode, I collect um like movie wardrobe and mm-hmm. props and stuff. So I'm I'm in a few groups and um I came across something while prepping for this episode that I find I found like just really bizarre. And I'll I'll, I'll send you this and if you can describe it. Sorry, so this, this is a post in, a, in, in like a movie prop forum by a guy named Kyle. Sharing my new addition to my collection. This is Joe Exotic's personal worn leather jacket. Wow, that's pretty cool. This is the jacket Joe wears throughout the show in photo shoots and also during his presidential campaign events. March 2020, I was in contact with Joe's husband, Dylan. Dylan at the time wasn't ready to let any of his items go. Fast forward to July 2021. Dylan offers one of Joe's jackets. This jacket shows signs of wear, has marks on the right sleeve where Joe used to uh, used his cane. Dylan was super uh, nice to chat with and sent a signed letter of authenticity. Far out. So that's the jacket. That's a fucking awesome jacket too. I really so, like that. So yeah, this guy reached out to um, Joe's husband um, and wanted to buy stuff at the time. He was like, no, but yeah, really recently, obviously he's like, I can make a lot of money off this stuff. So he sent him this jacket, which this guy has on this like a really nice display in his house. Yeah. Right. Um, 
it looks like a centerpiece of a, of like a theater room. Um, and I just, I found it super interesting because the comments in, of that post were like people just like this guy, for example, just said, why, why would you want this? And people were just being like, yeah, I don't know why you'd want that. Like, I mean, that's dumb. Why do you want any movie props or like, why do you want anything? It doesn't yeah. really matter. I think like, well, for you, there's a bunch of stuff that you have because you know it has value, right? It's not because you're that attached to Barney Stinson's suit. Well, right? I, d- I did love that show, but you're right. Like it's- If some, if the, pro- like someone offers you $5,000 for that suit, you're going to take that money, aren't you? $10,000? Uh, yes. Please email that sucks <laughs> yeah. at thepodcast.com.au. So why do you want it? Well, of course, because you can flip it later on. Like that's that's a fucking no brainer. Yeah. Um, unless this guy's a massive Joe Exotic fan, which I doubt it. Well, so this guy, Kyle, I reached out to him and I was like, hey, we've got a podcast. Funnily enough, we're going to be talking about Tiger King a little bit. Yeah. Send him some questions and he hit me back. So I, I asked him what he enjoyed about the show. And he said, I enjoyed everything about the show. I don't think there's been another series like it in history. So many twists. I enjoyed Joe's uniqueness, clothing style, and his memorable quotes. And then I asked him like why he wanted the jacket. And he goes, the jacket means a lot to me. It's a piece of Netflix slash pandemic slash Tiger King history. I have a collection of screen news props. I collect mostly horror props. I have it displayed on a mannequin next to all my other screen news props next to Dylan's letter to me. Wow. Okay. Well, I take it back then. That guy's keeping that for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe his um his children or his children's children See, I will think get some. I I understand. <clears throat> I I wouldn't. I I think I'd feel icky if I owned that jacket. Mm. But I understand that it it's part of history in a weird way. So it like that's true, man. I mean, regardless of what you think, I everybody that was watching media at the start of the pandemic saw that show. Yeah. Right? It was just uh, like, it was unavoidable for yeah. like a I knew, week. I knew people that wouldn't normally watch Netflix or anything like that who were like, so. So yeah, th- from that perspective, if you want to actually talk about it as a, as a, pe- a time capsule from a piece of 2020, then yeah, that's yeah. a pretty fair thing. But I, I, I think I would not want as, as uh, you know, I think owning it for the historical value would be kind of interesting. I also f- feel like it's kind of gross. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So that's all I've got on Tiger King. I've got a couple more episodes and then we can vamoose out of here. We can get prepped for episode 51. The big 5-1. The big 5-1. We'll go to episode 20, which was Netflix Originals. Absolute gold or absolute trash. Because that was, I said Tiger King sucks. So the next episode, you were like, you know what? You suck. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Uh, What's your vibe? Uh, Has that changed? No. Really? No. I'm pretty certain I was right the first time. I think most of my TV watching these days... It's on binge. <laughs> Mostly Disney Plus, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff on Disney. Oh. Um, just not the Marvel stuff. So but. Netflix, you, well, when was the last time you watched a good... Have, since that episode, have you seen anything on Netflix you actually really liked? No, actually. I can't think of anything I've really watched in the last 12 months on Netflix. Apart from Rick and Morty, which even... I don't... Rick and Morty's fine. I, I like call Rick that and Morty. a Netflix show no, necessarily. No, it's, it's on there. Yeah, it's, that's Adult Swim, <clears> which isn't really... Yeah, honestly, like I think I watched that Jeffrey Epstein documentary, but I didn't really love that. I, I didn't, I'm not like raving about that. I just watched it. Mm. There's not that much stuff that's on Netflix that I really care about. That's uh, represented on most of the streaming services, though, for me. I think everybody in the world feels like that, where there's like good shows on everything, and it kind of means you have to spend like fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a month to or get. Or you can just cycle through it, do one a month, and go watch we... these this month. Next yeah, you month, could do that. And... It's just weird. I mean, it's not that weird, but I think at the moment, 
uh, my partner and I have just watched the last six Harry Potter movies, like one to six, uh, over the last few nights because- Over the last 24 hours. (laughs) I've seen those movies a bunch and I don't really like them that much, but I just, I don't, (laughs) seriously, it's just background noise to me. I feel like I can put it on. I barely, barely paid attention to any of them, but they were enjoyable enough that I was like, okay, I look up and there's stuff happening. Who's severing snake? (laughs) That's terrible. But that's all on Stan at the moment. So I haven't really watched much Stan, but my partner watches RuPaul on that. So it's just like, there's there's like one good thing on everything. On I probably haven't watched that much much Amazon recently, but then I want to finish Invincible and I want to finish The Boys and there's a few other shows on that. So it just may, means I'm, I'm very indecisive and I can't cancel anything. So, <laughs> But in terms of originals, I think Disney is the best streaming service now. I, I what have think, they got for, in terms of originals outside of the Marvel stuff? Mighty Ducks. That show was not great, but I still watched it because the one, the first example you go to is a show that you says isn't that great. No, it's fine. It's just nostalgia. It just hits the nostalgia button. Well, how does Netflix compare to other? Is that bottom of the rung for you? A few months, twelve months ago, I would have said Stan is the best streaming service, and Netflix yeah, is the second or third. Look, Binge just has all the Foxtel stuff, and the Foxtel is all the HBO and uh, yeah, all that, and A and E stuff, and that stuff's pretty good. So it's not like the best one, but they HBO does shows that I really want to watch that really uh, my sort of cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. So I just wish it was like easier access to it. You so yeah, it, but in terms of Netflix, like, no, not really. There's I, I put it on. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll watch something, but- Nothing. No. Nah. Shit. But that aside, some of the original series that they have done, like I think some of the animated stuff's been really terrible. I think Paradise PD is still one of the worst series I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's full on, eh? It's bad though. Like it's not- Funny, gross. It's just kind of gross. It's like a, it's like offensive just for the sake of being offensive. Yeah, it's not, really not like, pointless. It's not. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, I stand by that. Netflix sucks. All right, bang. There we go. Look out, Netflix. Coming for you. Is watch out. Subscription will be cancelled very, very soon. No, not really. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is uh, an episode that every now and then I'll think about and go, oh, "Fuck that up. <laughs> Fucked that up. You idiot." Episode number 28, when your favorite show jumps the shark. Oh, yeah? So, what haunts me is I had the idea for this episode because The Walking Dead had been going downhill for several years. Mm-hmm. So, last September, when we did this that episode, mm-hmm. it announced that the show would be ending, but right. not until 2022, and that the season that was airing at the time, season 10, was going to get six bonus episodes. Season 11 would have 24 episodes. Oh. And then the two main characters, Daryl and Carol, would be getting their own spinoff. Oh. So that was the whole premise for that that episode of the podcast. Uh, I just spaced out and didn't even mention it. Oh. So that, w- that was like the- Way to go. That was the anchor for the episode. And so I still cry myself to sleep at night over missing Yeah, you that. should. And so that's- Are you still watching that show? I'm still watching it because I've come- What are we up to episode- Sorry, season- We're going into season 11. And how how has it fared so far? The bonus episodes felt like bonus episodes. They mm-hmm. they felt like complete trash, and that's all we've seen so far. Because season eleven's coming back soon. Okay. But the problem with having the two main characters getting a spin off means that nothing's going to happen to them in the, in this season. Like, there's no mm-hmm. every time they're in a predicament, you're like, well, nothing. They're not going to kill them because we know they're getting their own show. Yep. So I've got no idea what happens in that show. I've still only ever seen the first episode. Look, if it got to seven seasons and ended, or eight seasons and ended, mm-hmm. I would say it's one of the best TV shows of all time. Mm-hmm. But it jumped the shark about halfway through its run, and it's just been. So, are you saying that? 
say towards the end of season seven, like where that was, they could have finished it and then it would have been good or like take it from where it is now, condense all that down. No, no, no. Everything. So that there was a few key moments that people signifies I stopped watching then or that was a stupid thing to do. That started happening around, I believe, season seven or eight. Okay. So you could have wrapped it around then. Because I remember people talking about hate watching that show. Years and years ago. Well, it, it's been going downhill for quite a while now. So. Yeah, that's what I thought since like 2013 or something. 2014, oh, I 15. Think not that Maybe 50, long. 2015. That's what I heard. Oh, but well. I only watched the first episode. I watched the first episode of that and the first episode of Game of Thrones while I was in holiday in Sydney, like oh, about 10 years ago. Decided to pursue Game of Thrones and not pursue The Walking Dead. So, Walking Dead started off great and now it's just become a mess. In any way, that fucked that episode up by not mentioning that at the start well now you have do you feel vindicated oh yes i feel vindicated now if you can please uh once you've listened to this go listen to that episode yep. and then come back to episode 51 i'll cut that in so we're gonna need to get those extra streams Shring. yeah so that's the end of the episode i think that's it oh <laughs> Woo! yeah Woo! sweet feel pretty good I feel pretty good. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. That was a nice little recap going over things, reminiscing. Yeah. And what's funny is that you still have to do work to to do all that research. Yeah, no, I couldn't really have a party. It's never a party. No. Um, Yeah, do you reckon we've got another 50 in us? Probably. Yeah. It just depends how long they let us do it for. Yeah. But it's it's like, I think we said a few episodes ago, you were like, oh, early on, like every week I was like, what are we going to do? But that was when we were thinking of we needed a guest every episode and it was super stressful. If, If back then you told me, you'd be recording at your 50th episode in the middle of 2021. I'd be like, what? Yep. I'd be like, that's cool. I reckon and every other cool. week I come up with an episode that I want to do as well. I, I'm adding them to the list. Actually, should I tell you how many how many we have in the bag? To answer your question, a list based off uh, both of our topic ideas mm-hmm. currently contains 17. 17 episodes. 17 episode ideas. So, yeah, we're not going anywhere unless they kick us off. Unless they cancel us, in which case then we'll start a Patreon just got a Patreon called Who's Help Us Out, Suckers. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, let's uh, let's call it a day. We, sh- we should probably thank the um, the boss men. Huge shout out to Lee and Craig Treeweek from Handshake Agency for letting us do this every fortnight. And Andrew Mast, who listens through and uh, tidies things up when we let the ball slip. Everyone else, all you suckers, uh, flick us an email with what your favorite episode was to thatsucksthepodcast.com.au. And if you've got any other ideas, then keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. We've got 17 to get through. Or uh, you can actually email them through because it would be nice to know where the next 50 are going. Yeah, if you want to be on the show, then uh, keep it to yourself. No, I'm kidding. Um, cool. That's the long and short of it. You want to head over to thepodcasts.com.au, check out all the great other shows like Rewind and The Take and The Green Room. They're all marvellous. Yep. And uh, outside of that, you got anything else? No, I think I'm done. I'm done too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time, everybody. See you later, alligator. (laughs) That Sucks is a podcast from the Handshake Agency Network. Presented and produced by Dan Cribb and Troy Neverman. Recorded and engineered by Troy Neverman. Executive producer, Craig Chirico. Theme music by Dan Cribb and Troy Neverbend.